Welcome to Will and Way. I'm Mary J. If you have things you want to accomplish, if average isn't okay with you, if you want to build the future, but you're also not superhuman and want to enjoy your life today too, you're in the right place. Here we explore how to think better, feel better, and live better in brief but beefy episodes that offer motivation, the will, and practical how-tos, the way, so you always have a next step. June's monthly challenge recap and introducing July's monthly challenge. June's monthly challenge was to say no to myself at least 20 times a day, and I really liked it. And I, I feel like I say this almost every time, but this was definitely one of my most favorite challenges because it was so easy to do and it made a lot of impact that will be long lasting even if I don't continue this challenge, which I think what I'm going to do is pull it out every now and then. So I probably won't say that I'm going to say no to myself 20 times a day every day, but every couple weeks, every month, I'll just pull it out here and then. Uh, here and there to make sure that I am still practicing that muscle. But I do highly recommend that you try it if you didn't. Just tell yourself no 20 times a day because it made such a big difference. So how did it make a difference and what did it change? The first way is it helped me pick up my phone much less. So especially in the first couple days of the challenge, I used up a lot of my nose really quickly with not picking up my phone. So let's say that I'm going to go heat up my coffee. Usually I, or often I would take up, take my phone while I go heat up my coffee and check my email or my notifications or maybe uh, my social notifications or uh, Amazon cart or whatever while I'm heating up my coffee. But during this challenge, I would say no and leave it there. And so then I could, you know, do push-ups against the kitchen island instead, a much more productive use of my time. But just in general, it helped me pick up my phone much, much less, which was very nice. And it was um, probably the most effective way that I found to stop using my phone as much short of putting it in a different room or something like that. And helping me with that has led to number two, which is help me to better focus. So not only did I pick up my phone less, but I also switched between tasks a lot less. So if I was working on something at work or I was trying to, you know, finish the dishes or do my laundry or whatever it was, if something else came to mind that I wanted to do, then I would tell myself no and I would continue the task that I was working on. So this was especially helpful at work because, you know, I have all my windows open and all of that. So if I'm working on strategy for something or taking a course or writing something, then I would think, oh, I want to check my email and then tell myself no. And that meant because I told myself no, that I could focus and keep continuing what I was doing. And it wasn't just my phone or email or things like that. You know, sometimes I want to go heat up my coffee, like I mentioned, because it takes me so long to drink it. Um, But I would tell myself no 
and find a better time, wait a few more minutes until I got more work done on that task before I would go do it. Or let's say I wanted to snack, will tell myself no until it was a good time for me to do that. Because a lot of times I'll be tempted to go do something else when I'm challenged or maybe I'm a little bit bored with that task, but it's really better for me to just push through for a little bit longer and get more done. And that helps me um, get in, in the flow of what I'm doing and it helps me get a lot more done. So saying no has been really helpful in that case and with focus. The third way is that it, it's helped me be more present. So um, driving summer with Matt, sitting and watching a show or a movie or even like being in line at Marshall's, because I tell myself no to picking up my phone, then I can just be there in the moment. And uh, or like when I'm outside with the dogs and they're just playing around in the backyard, instead of picking up my phone, then I am just there watching them play. So it's been really nice and has reminded me of what it was like before smartphones when you could just be existing without always having to have something to occupy your mind. So it's given my brain a break. It's given me those those moments where I'm not doing anything spread throughout the day and that's been really nice. And then the fourth way is that telling myself to no, selling myself no has helped me to short circuit unhelpful thoughts or feelings. And I say that more about that in the five more ways to outsmart the overwhelm ogre. But it's helped me a lot when I start to feel overwhelmed or start to feel like I can't do something or tell myself that I can't do something to instead just tell myself no. And then if, for instance, I'm telling myself I can't do something, well, maybe it's true that I can't do something yet or I can't do it as well as I wish that I could. But to instead of just dwelling on that one thought of I can't, to take it and say, okay, I can do something. And then to choose that next step so that I'm going somewhere and making some progress instead of just getting stuck in I can't, I can't, I can't, or I'm not good at this, or I have too much stuff to do. No. And then decide on the next action and focus on it. It's been really helpful. So that was June's Monthly Challenge. If you did not try it with me, I do invite you to try it. Tell yourself no 20 times a day. It could be, no, I won't complain. No, I won't have a snack right now because I'm not really hungry. I'm really thirsty. Um, it could be, no, I will not check my email again when I just texted three minutes ago. It could be, no, I'm not going to stop vacuuming to hang up clothes and then the vacuum sits in the living room for two hours because I didn't finish it. It could be whatever comes to mind and works for you. If you start looking for opportunities to sell, to tell yourself no, you will definitely find them. July's monthly challenge is going to be a little bit different. And for me, it is to eat 100 to 120 grams of protein per day. So why am I doing this? Well, the health benefits are eating enough protein helps you retain or build muscle. It helps you feel full and reduces cravings. Um, from a practical aspect, I've got a lot of meat in my freezer that it will remind me to use. 
You might wonder though, well, uh, okay, so your other challenges have been more productivity and mental performance, mental toughness. Where is this nutrition one coming from? You might think that it is not related to productivity and performance, but really it is. So for me, having more structure and discipline in what I'm eating and uh, having a solid plan for what I'm eating so that I don't even have to think about it carries over into allowing me to be more disciplined and structured in general. So at work, you know, when I'm eating well and I have that structure, then it kind of helps me to prioritize what I'm working on and make sure that I work on the most important tasks. Uh, it helps me make sure to work out as many times that I want to. So in that way, it increases my performance. And then of course, I feel better when I eat better. It's, I mean, a given, right? And if you feel better, then chances are you'll be able to feel happier and be more productive because you feel better. It's really hard to be super productive when you don't feel well. Uh, of course, we can push through it and we can still get stuff done. And, you know, I've done that a lot, but it's so much nicer when I feel better uh, to be more productive and to produce my best work and um, enjoy my day. If you're wondering, well, okay, oh, that all makes sense. Uh, why are you choosing that amount of protein? So if you start re researching protein, you're, you'll hear different recommendations, but 0.7 to one gram per pound of body weight, you'll hear often. You'll also hear one pound or one gram per pound of body weight or one gram per pound of a lean body mass. Those are all common recommendations for fitness. Uh, the recommendation for protein just to live, to survive, to not be protein deficient is less than that. But if you're trying to, to be fit and to retain your muscle, then one around one gram per pound of body weight or lean body mass is common. So regardless of which of those you choose, this goal of 100 to 120 grams has me covered. If you're thinking that's not very much, for reference, I'm only 5'1". So for little me, that goal works. I invite you to do this challenge with me. If you have never tried prioritizing protein or you have, but it's been a while, then come along with me and try to do it for yourself. I will say and remind you that I am not a doctor, I am not a dietitian, a nutritionist, so consult a health expert to see what your protein needs are because they're going to be different for everyone and the best way for you to meet your protein goals. But there's some variation that will work for you as far as prioritizing protein, so figure out what that is and make your own version of the challenge. If you do want to start prioritizing protein, but it's totally new to you and you don't even know what a gram of protein would be or how you would even figure out how many grams you're eating per day. Hey, I understand you. I have absolutely been there. Um, when I first learned all of this, it was just so new to me and seemed so scientific and like over my head because I had never thought in terms of grams with my food. It was just a new world. So if you're there, I get it. 
I totally get it. So if you still want to participate, but you don't want a food scale and you don't want to look at labels or anything like that, I get it. You probably have a lot going on and you don't want one more thing. So what you can do instead is just try to eat protein that's a fist size at every meal. And that's a good way to prioritize your protein and make it really simple. A fist size of protein at every meal. And then if you do eat snacks, then try to eat protein during your snacks too. So, um, you know, turkey wraps, uh, cheese, cottage cheese, those are all proteins. So try to get protein in your snacks as well. But for your main meals, a fistful uh, of protein is a good recommendation. So whether you're like old hat with protein or it's totally new to you, then I invite you to come with me and try it for 30 days. It might be a little tough the first couple weeks, but normally after you've done it for a couple weeks, then it starts to make sense and starts to be easier. And if you're like me, you'll notice that you feel better and you start looking better, which, hey, that's a nice bonus, right? So thank you for listening. And if you choose to join me, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. Until next time, let's live well. Thank you.